Hello and welcome to XM Cinema. I'm your host, Xavier Mustafa, and today we are going to be reviewing Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But before we get into it, go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to your podcast. And also follow me on XM Cinema on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. So this straight to Blu-ray is a 2019 release. It is a joint venture between Warner Brothers and Nickelodeon, which I believe this is actually the first one between these two. And the movie overall was a pretty fun time. I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five um, for my, you know, my, my, yeah, my review, uh, for my rating for it. Um, And the reason why I'm going to give it that is because the movie I thought was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, you had, you know, Shredder, you had the Foot Clan, you had the Penguin, you had Joker, you had Two-Face, you had Harley Quinn, you had, um, I'm pretty sure I missed the characters, you know, um, and it was great seeing all these characters interact together. Um, What was a little weird to me is, you know, we have been, <laughs> I won't say told, but we've been told slash taught that, you know, New York, where the Ninja Turtles are from, um, in the DC universe, is either going, well, well, it's more than likely Star City, but could also be Gotham City. Um, so, this being in New York and them actually making it seem like New York and Gotham City was two different places, I thought was kind of weird because I always thought they were the same. Now, Gotham City, some people may say is Toronto. Um, all right, I, I could buy that. But it didn't, it didn't make it seem like, you know, these two have never come in contact with each other, which I think is kind of weird because even if Gotham City was close to New York, Batman would should know who the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are. And the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles should know who Batman was. But they're all kind of like, oh, wow, all right, yeah, you're here, cool. You know, that, that, that part was a little weird to me. But, again, when you combine universes, you know, you're going to run into stuff like that. Um, as a child, I was a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. So, um, anything about the Ninja Turtles I could, I could tell you about. Um, and I like that. You know, Shredder was actually giving Batman the hands. Um, I mean, he put a good whooping on Batman, which I thought was absolutely awesome. Because I was like, listen, if Batman beats up Shredder, I am turning this movie off right now. But that wasn't the case. Um, You know, you had some stuff at the beginning where, you know, stuff was happening. And Batman's trying to figure it out. And then the Ninja Turtles are trying to figure things out. You had the Ninja Turtles actually finding the Batcave. Which I'm going to say, just watching the movies for Batman and, you know, the cartoons and stuff for Batman, he needs to get better security because people are always finding the Batcave. And I'm sorry, I just feel like if all these people keep coming across it, I don't understand why it's not just like, you know, public knowledge at this point. But anyway, they come across the, uh, the Batcave, uh, they run into uh, Robin... And, you know, Robin was giving the Ninja Turtles the business for a little bit. Um, it, it was really cool. And then you find out that Shredder is working with Raja Ghoul. Um, and basically, they're working together because 
Um, they're building a machine that's going to transform everybody in Gotham into mutants um, using uh, the ooze and Joker's uh, venom. So you got a part where Ra-Rash- Ghoul I always mess this up. Ghoul Raza Ghoul I don't know which one is the proper uh, pronunciation of it, but the head of the demon, which which call them that. They break into Arkham Asylum. Um, this was fun up until their plan was executed in Arkham. Um, I didn't care for that at all. And basically, what happens is they give the Joker a canister of the mutagen in exchange for the formula to his venom. So he uses this on all of them. So then you end up getting uh, a Cobra version <laughs> uh, of the Joker, where the Joker is, is running around like a, you know, mutated into a Cobra. You got Mr. Freeze as a polar bear. You got the Scarecrow as a raven. You got Two-Face as a Two-Faced cat. You got Poison Ivy as a Venus flytrap. That one I'll buy. You got Bane as a Jaguar and Harley Quinn as a hyena. So you have that whole battle going on um, with the Ninja Turtles and Batman trying to get everything in Arkham Asylum kind of, you know, back in order. Um, Was it Batman? Uh, Who was it? I think it was Leonardo actually gets... Um, hit with the scarecrow's um, poison or whatever you want to call it, and so he goes into this uh, like dream sequence that Batman is trying to you know work him out of. Um, that part I, I like I like very much. Um, then you know you have this big you know of course fight scene at the end with everybody and um, yeah. And that was basically the entire movie. Uh, loads of fun. Um, I enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, I'll probably watch it a couple of more times. I just really think they could have did better with the Arkham scene. It, it, I understand why they put it in there, but they really could have left that out. I, I didn't get the whole point of them turning into animals. They really could have left that part out. But, again, it was cool to have all the characters in there because, you know, if you got to have Batman, you got to have the Joker. Uh, Mr. Freeze, Scarecrow, and all of those are kind of extra. You know, I like Poison Ivy depending on what she's doing and what she's in. Um, And then, of course, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're always awesome. One thing I will say about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, didn't really like the design of these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, They kind of had these big, square jaws that kind of looked like stone statues that I thought it's kind of looked kind of weird. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think they got the personalities down because we all know that Michelangelo is definitely a personality. We know Raphael is definitely a personality. Leo and Donatello, not so much, even though they have their own individual personalities, but you know, the strong two are always Raphael and Michelangelo. I thought they nailed that. Um, I'm saying um a lot, but <laughs> I'm trying to cut that out. In any event, this is definitely something I will watch. Three and a half out of five stars. And that concludes my review. So, again, wherever you listen to this, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. 
Um, also, follow me on my social media. All is going to be XM Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So until I talk to you guys again, take care of yourself and each other.